3: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Season two of the Black Tech Green Money
0: podcast is brought to you by Lexus and the December to Remember sales event. From graduation parades to birthday parties this year, driveways hosted some new traditions. Here's to celebrating them all. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Afrotech World 2020. Gilly the King and social media influencer and disruptor Wallow267 are the hosts of the Million Dollars Worth of Game show a weekly podcast which is the perfect blend of discussing music, real-life issues, personal experiences, honest advice, and comedy. In our interview at Afrotech, I asked Gilly his thoughts on how we as black people in business can stand confident about our value, our perspective, our sauce, when it's being challenged or not
4: respected at a premium. Number one, you got to believe in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. So if you if you being innovative and you being creative and you you know in your mind that this is what I feel is going to be the next shit, you got to roll with that. I would never devalue myself for, for for nothing. You feel what I'm saying? I know what I'm worth. Even even back when I was doing uh, record deals, you yeah. feel me? I flew down to Swave House. You know Tony Draper. You know the realest CEO that I ever met in my life. Shout out to Tony Draper. But he tried to do the the, the CEO wine and dine rapper shit to me. We got down there, we pull up to the gate. I never seen no house like this in my life. gates open up. He got the Range Rover, the Viper with the zip up windows, the beds, the bed all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? go in the crib, we, we bust, don't talk no business. I'm down there two whole days. Yeah. I'm meeting superstars. I'm playing two-on-two two against Jagged Edge. Yeah. I'm a nigga straight from North Philly. Yeah. Eyes wide like this. The artist pulling up, his artist pulling up that's already on, eight ball pull up. He in the big body, 500 fans. MJG pull up, he in the old school. I'm like, God. Damn, these niggas doing it. Next day, after baseball pull up, he and something different. I'm like, damn. <laughs> when it was time to talk that business, though, wasn't no devaluing going on. This is what I want. He said, I ain't never yeah. gave a deal out that big in my life. I said, Well, it was nice meeting you, Drake, but I'm going back to Philly. And he said, uh, You know what? I like that. I like that. You got that. So it was just me believing in myself. You feel what I'm saying? And believe in it. And because sometimes you get around these companies and a motherfucker been in play longer than you, and they had you doubting yourself, you know? mm-hmm. No, I don't think it's supposed to go like that, because, it's, uh, bitch, you been doing the same shit since 81. It's time to change.
0: I'm Will Lucas, and this is Black Tech, Green Money. I'm gonna introduce you to some of the biggest names, some of the brightest minds, and brilliant ideas. If you're black in building or simply using tech to secure your bag, this podcast is for you. Ryan Glover is co-founder and chairman at Greenwood Bank, the new digital bank he's building with Michael Render, aka rapper Killer Mike, Ambassador Andrew Young, and serial tech entrepreneur Paul Judge. Greenwood's mission is to help Blacks and Latinos take control of their financial destiny and build generational wealth. Previous to Greenwood Bank, Ryan was in the music business as co-founder of Noontime, the music publishing and management company which represented people like Jazzy Faye, Sierra, Grammy award-winning producer Brian Michael Cox, and others. He's also founder of Bounce TV, the National Cable Network, and the restaurant in Atlanta, Agency. Ryan got his career jumpstart at Howard alongside Puff Daddy and Kasim Reed, who would go on to be the mayor of Atlanta. As a student, Kasim Reed compelled Ryan to produce a hip-hop concert for Homecoming Weekend. Of all the people who could have produced that concert would set off his stellar career, I wondered why Ryan was recruited. What made him so special all those years ago?
5: So I've always been, well, I've always been excited about the entertainment industry, right? But I can't rap, sing, dance my way out of a paper bag, right? So I've always been excited about entertainment, but from a business perspective. Um, so so back then on, the, on campus, you know, I saw the energy that was being created, not just on our campus, the musical energy that existed clearly in New York, clearly in California, where I was from, where I'm from, and Atlanta. And I thought it would be an amazing idea, Will, to bring that energy to Washington, DC and to on to Howard's campus, right? Amidst the wonderful culture of the of the Go-Go experience that existed. In, in DC, so it was almost like gumbo that was being created right there on on Howard's campus. And, and I tell you this, you know, being at Howard during those times was an incredible education, right? You know, not only was I learning, well, you know, scholastically, but I was also learning um, other cultures, really, my, within my own culture, from individuals from different parts of the country, right? And built relationships um, with those individuals from Chicago, from New York, from DC, from Texas. And those relationships, as I tell my children today, are the relationships that have helped me become successful um, in life across multiple industries, right? So as you know, I went to Howard University, graduated from Howard, relocated to Atlanta, started uh, a music and publishing company called Noontime. We made records at Noontime from everybody, from Mary J. Blige to Aaliyah. We made records for Puff. Uh, we signed um, GZ, Noontown, we signed Sierra. Um, but those relationships that I, we used to build that uh, my first business, our first business, I garnered on Howard's campus, right? So, so it was the relationships that I built and it was also the ability to do business, right? From with the individuals that I that I met at Howard, and that's really my foundation of of business and how I move um, into the future of 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 Greenwood.
0: So many young people who listen to this podcast and have dreams about being that front and center performer or the athlete or whatever. Um, and you said this, you know, I can't rap, sing, or dance, whatever to save my life. Um, In the pursuit of the business side of the entertainment industry, that new times where I met you, you know, so many years ago, feels like um, what did you realize about the economical difference between the performer who ultimately gets the bright lights and takes the selfies with fans versus the person who may walk into a room or go into a crowd undetected or unnoticed?
5: So so on on the economic side, um, let me just address address that. You know, it's lights, camera, action. So so saving is always, should be always at the forefront of anybody in entertainment or any other industries uh, 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 frontal lobe in their thinking, right? Because as we all know, in entertainment, uh, specifically, but just in life, nothing lasts forever. So so once you have that understanding that, that you mentioned bright lights, at some point those lights will dim. I don't care if you are on stage or I don't care if you are backstage, right? There is always someone who is gonna be a little more talented than you are a little younger than you, a little faster than you. So you really have to look at your talent and understand. Will that that it's everything lasts in chapters and in seasons. So you have to prepare yourself accordingly. You know, for, as a business person, you know I've been saying the art of recalibration is what can cont- what allows you as a businessman to continue to grow. You know, I've been in in music, I've been in television and film. Now I am in in banking services, in digital banking services industry. And, you know, my recalibration has uh, uh, allowed me to change industries, right? But my strategies in the way I operate as a businessman remains consistent. And, and, and that really starts with, for me, trusting in God and putting God first with whatever I do, right? And then also doing the best that I can to treat people the way I want to be treated, um, whether they are on my side of the negotiating table or on the or whether they're on the opposite side of the table a lot of times people will realize you know truly honesty is really the best policy whether you right whether 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 you want to you say something to somebody that you think that they don't want to hear and they might not want to hear it but at the end of the day if you're dealing with grown-ups Grown-ups will re- understand it and respect it. And then that will allow you, no matter where your professional career journey takes you, will allow you to garner that same respect with that earlier individual or with the individual that you're currently dealing with in that given time. So, I mean, those are my two basic strategies of, Whatever. Listen, if I move to um, opening up a hot dog stand in front of uh, a a a sports arena, I'm going to ha- use the same strategies of the same strategies I use in banking, the same strategies I use in television film, same strategies and methodologies I use in music.
0: Yeah. And that honestly gives them the opportunity to deal with it however they got to deal with it, but come back to the table for everybody's benefit. Yeah.
6: with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N.
7: State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future participants have been awarded over 11 million dollars in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from state farm at eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests but with state farm you can begin to write your own success story state farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact like a good neighbor state farm is there
1: you know a spot but not just a spot
0: you, I, I saw an interview with you where you said the best business advice you ever received was never give your partner surprises. Um, when I think about that advice, I consider how much a business partnership is like a marriage and probably shouldn't be entered into frivolously, right? And if, if then we are the culture as in black people, if we are the culture that drives all global culture, whether you're talking about food, fashion, music, sports, or whatever, then if you put two or three of us together, um, we should dominate, right? If we're the you know global lead in all of these things. And we're not in everything. And so I wonder, um, is it because we maybe misaligned with our partnerships or is it something else? Like, I wonder what your thoughts are on how to build successful business partnerships because you've done so many over your career. Well, I should say.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So so building successful partnerships you know in all candor oftentimes people look at like myself they only remember the successes but will i have had multiple upon multiple upon multiple failures right to go along with those successes i've actually learned more and appreciated, and this sounds crazy, more in my failures than my successes, right? And in those failures, you know, I I learned really how to treat people and how to um, identify not just talent, but also partnerships that I went and applied those tactics and strategies to businesses that ended up working, right? So you know we live in a generation now where everybody wants everything microwavable. You know, you know. I, I, you mentioned party promotion at Howard. Man, I used to st- study, go to school study, take a nap at night, wake up at 12 a.m. in the morning and go pass out 3,000, 4,000 flyers hand-to-hand at an event, at an upcoming event that I was promoting into the wee bit hours, and then get up and do it all over again, weeks on in, while at school, while promoting, right? That's that's the grind. Now, kids, a lot of times, and rightly so, technology is great. I'm thank the Lord for technology, but technology is could be a gift and a curse at the same time. Because although you know the younger generation is definitely on the hustle, and I love it. I love everything that I see um from the the younger generation across multiple industries but there's something to the fact to the art for me of putting a flyer on a car
3: right
5: <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah right yeah, I did that I did that. that 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 you just you can't duplicate that that grind yeah hand
0: to hand combat yeah
5: yeah and that grind that grind is always in the forefront of my mind, whatever I do. It's ironic, man. The, the more uh the world perceives of my success, uh the more insta- instable I become, right? Because I'm like, you know, I don't, I, I can't, I can't really, I can't really process success i can only process i can't process past success i can only focus on what's in front of me right i get it yeah i'm not looking backwards i'm looking forwards um because there's there's still more work to be done there's still more good trouble to get into you know um so 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 that's 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 my mindset man
0: um far too many of us in our community have dreams of starting companies and don't have adequate business, business banking relationships, right. Or banking relationships, period. Um, in fact, too many of us avoid banks altogether and, or just use banks for, you know, depositing their check and, you know, debit cards. Right. And you said in, in a previous interview, uh, this is our time speaking about Greenwood to take back control of our lives and our financial future, Um, for a would be entrepreneur in our community, what does a good banking relationship look like? And this is a big question, but what does a good banking relationship look like? How are we supposed to engage with banks? Um, bankers, I should say, even for services other than just making deposits into an account and what level of banker should we be talking to? Like, should we start with the teller? Like what, like walk us through this.
5: Yeah. So, so, so I believe. Speaking of technology, we're in a new digital age. So 65% of Americans are banking digitally currently. Um, That number is picking up around 3% per year and there are really no um, authentic digital banking solutions that cater to the African-American and Latinx community Um, really, until Greenwood. So we are a fintech neobank that provides modern digital banking services for the the culture, right? So so you know some of our services, your full service uh, bank in your hand, savings and spending account. We have Apple and Android Pay, peer-to-peer money transfers, mobile deposits, global ATM network, um no hidden fees and one of my favorite features um two day early early pay um, but the fact of the matter is there are three problems will that we will solve um and is the reason why we stood we're standing greenwood up um one um uh, you know in our communities there are far too many predatory banking services that we cater to. We want to extinguish those predatory services. Two, an ode to Greenwood, we want to be a part of the solution of uh, recirculating capital back into our communities as once ha- what was happened in the Greenwood district in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, you know, we often hear about Black Wall Street and all of the thriving businesses that uh, existed during the 20s in that time. But you know, the reason why those businesses flourished is because one dollar recirculated 36 times in that one community, and that allowed um, that allowed the barber, the 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 banks the, the grocers, the attorneys, right, the, the uh, doctors, right, the bowling alleys, the what whatever businesses were in those communities that money recirculated and everybody got a bite at the apple. Unfortunately, for us in our community today $1 man recirculates six hours. So, so You know, at Greenwood through our Greenwood gives back roundup program, our customers have the opportunity to donate their rounded up change to three causes we care about. Um, uh, One, the NAACP to fight civil rights. Um, Two, UNCF to support education. And uh, three, there's a wonderful company in Atlanta that feeds um, the hungry and homeless called Gooder, um, And our customers have the opportunity to donate a portion of their rounded of change to either one of those um, organizations or a combination of the three. And then every quarter, Greenwood, um, we will, um, um, as a banking solution, donate and match those funds to those to those organizations. The third um, solution, the third problem that we're gonna solve is the deployment of capital in our communities, right? So, you know, I've started a, a, a couple of businesses that have done well. None of those businesses were started or stood up with banking capital. So, you know, we don't have the relationships that our counterparts have um, that allows us to create wealth personally or professionally like others do. Um, And and we plan on solving that problem um, or being a part of the solution to that problem. Uh, So really to answer your question, you know, we we are an authentic uh, banking solution that knows how to because I am one identify small business owners um, that that you know have great ideas have wonderful talent uh, have a great support system have a marketplace but just don't have the capital to to turn their business from a micro business to um, a major business. And we're we're bullish, we're bullish on that um, um, as, a, as a as a company.
3: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Season two of the Black Tech Green Money podcast is
0: brought to you by Lexus. Known for celebrating driveway moments for over 30 years, Lexus invites you to create more with exclusive offers on the most popular Lexus models at the December to Remember sales event. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This year I read the book, The Color of Money by Mercer Baradaran and she talked about how black people have not yet overcome the mindset and systemic oppression of being capital to having capital. Ryan's new effort with Greenwood Bank is on a mission to change that. But many have tried before. How will Greenwood make an impact on this pervasive issue? Ryan Glover speaks on it.
5: Well, we have good reason, you read the book so you understand, we have good reason to mistrust banks. So, you know, in 1800s, uh the freedman's bank that right that um that actually duped thousands of African Americans out of their savings and those trustees who ran the bank uh misappropriated their funds into investments that never panned out there are over three thousand um, um, um individuals who lost who lost money in that one bank. And that actual tra- tragedy and travesty, unfortunately, from a folklore standpoint, that story has been told generation to generation, and we haven't gotten over it as a culture. Um, you know, there's no there's no m- mystery or there's no falsehood in. Our grandparents or great grandparents actually using their mattresses as their savings and deposits, right? Because bank mistrust. And then you fast forward. You know all of the 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 uh, the issues that some traditional banks have had with predatory lending, redlining. Um, you know of the sort Uh, you know the current community doesn't we not we're not trusting banks um, current currently right so you know we know also too that we are as a community uh, a lot less likely to receive loans than our white counterparts so all of that combustion combustible bad will For decades, has created a mistrust in banks, right? Um, You know, we are attempting to build that trust back. And we're coming at and approaching it from a standpoint of I am not a banker, but we have hired bankers to operate our business. But me not being a physical banker, I understand, I believe, what the community and the small business person and just the everyday African-American and Latinx customer needs to understand on creating an authentic banking solution. And we're speaking directly and authentically um, to, to to that individual and hopefully, over time, we will build trust back into the community from a banking perspective. Um, you know, and yes, there are other great African American banks that that exist. Um, but I, I candidly think, you know, none no of the traditionals or the African American current banks are speaking to the generation um that we currently exist in the way we organically and authentically can. And that's what we're that's what we're going to do.
0: Love it. Um you've broken into very well, you know, these industries that have high bars in a lot of ways to get into, you know, whether it be owning television stations and now owning a bank, etc. Talk to me like number one, like what What is it that Ryan has in his background that says, you know what, we're going to give him the keys to this next level of success because a lot of people may go to start a television network and can't get it done. A lot of people want to start a bank. Can't get it done. Not for lack of trying, but what is it? What is it that people miss?
5: Here's my secret. Partner with people as smart or smarter than you in those industries. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's where I start. Um, I always start with whether whether it be music, television, and film, um, now banking services. I start with where is the opportunity and, and that can could be filled that's not right. In music, we start at noontime. From the auspices of, there are amazing a, a ton of amazing production companies and record companies that are doing amazing work. So so death, bad boy, death jam, death row, right? Death row came a little bit after us, but you get my you get my point. Um, but we at noontime, we all knew myself, Chris Hicks and Henry Lee, we all knew that neither, none of us could rap, sing, or dance away out of a paper bag. But we, our angle was being the best business people that we could be to support the talent, right? That that led the the company. We weren't the talent. And the other companies that we were competing with, they were led by talent our angle was not to lead by talent, but lead through business and business executives, right? So that was our niche. Uh, Bounce. We were the first African. We are the first African-American broadcast network in existence, right? We knew, I knew that Black and Brown folks you know, wanted to watch compelling, captivating entertainment, entertaining television programming. But we all don't have dollars to uh, enlist in a cable operator, right? So how can we become the first over the air network that provided free entertaining um, content to the masses? over-the-air broadcast content like an NBC, ABC, Fox, and we did it. Um, And partnered with individuals who knew that business like the back of their hands. Same thing with with Greenwood. Um, There's an opportunity to serve a zero-served African-American and Latinx community uh, from a a digital banking perspective. Um, partnering with bankers um, and individuals of like thinking to grow this business is the way we're growing the Greenwood uh, banking solution. So all, all of the businesses that I've all ever started always have started with a mission and then a devout commitment to create uh compelling content that I believe will resonate with the our consumers um and then do it consistently um and that has just grown and I believe you know going back to trust well you know based on my past successes and failures that folks don't talk about I have built, trust as an executive and that is carried over in from music to television and film and now to banking and 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 that trust is is resonating in the community uh with our mission at Greenwood
0: um speaking of what you were appointed to the marta board back in I think 2017 um which to me indicates like, that you see the correlations between like political power or influence and a true opportunity to serve your community and make it better. Um, so many business people avoid getting involved in government or politics and so many government types either avoid or don't have the chops to succeed in, in enterprise. Um, for those of us out there who are growing companies, but also are getting called on to serve, how do you recommend we or they, um, both think about their responsibility and their overall legacy and ability to create change for the community and for, you know, their lineage.
5: So here's how I'll answer that and kind of be around the block, but I'll get to my point. So I have five children from the ages of 21 uh, to seven. And I believe in that the more time you invest, time, that you invest into your children, the more successful they will become and the, the, the more valuable uh, from an economic standpoint, they will become for themselves, okay? so So that time that I invest into my children may be perceived or directly a a time suck for me that is not registering to a dollar earned right but I understand that that investment that I don't reap a monetary benefit from will harvest itself in my children's life generationally that will provide for generational wealth down the road, okay? Um, Here's the analogy. The more you lend your talents and your services to causes and organizations that span outside of where you directly earn a living to, Will build and harvest relationships and value, right? That right, that you will benefit from. um, And you might not benefit from it directly or the next day or the next week. But inevitably, you will benefit directly or you know. Or you will be the benefactor, or you will allow someone else to benefit from the from the knowledge that you provide to them, which is a value, right? So you know, I often I get asked to do favors often, and a lot of times um, individuals say, "Hey, well, if you can do this for me, I will do that this for you." I will never do favors looking for a direct return, right? Because I know, and I've been living long enough to know that that return will come in a different form and fashion, um, maybe not even directly back to me, but someone that I have a relationship with. Or get this, I may need that same favor of the person in 10 years of the person that asked me for the favor 10 years previous. So I like to bank my favors, no pun intended.
0: That's good, that's good, man. That's really, really good. That was heavy right there. Season two of the Black Tech Green Money podcast is brought to you by Lexus, who's been celebrating driveway moments for over 30 years with the Lexus December to Remember sales event, where you can find exclusive offers on the most popular Lexus models. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer what kind of benefit did going digital, all digital have for you in Greenwood? Like, could you have achieved your mission of building wealth, you know, money circulation in the black community and generational wealth transfer with brick and mortar. And here's what I'm getting at before you answer it. What is different about the opportunity in doing business today at scale versus say 10 years ago or 15 years ago?
5: Yeah. So brick and mortar. No. Um, Because my Our message can resonate in California, it can resonate in Chicago, it can resonate in Atlanta, it can resonate in Savannah, it can resonate in DC, it can resonate in Newark, it can resonate in Compton, it can resonate um, currently uh, domestically, it's going to resonate internationally as well. Um, we could not stand up um, brick and mortar banks fast enough right in order to i believe keep up with the demand of the service that we are going to provide two i i believe that those brick and mortar costs are not necessarily archaic in having to do but don't serve the customer, as well as a digital offering will. Because at some point, the customer pays for that brick-and-mortar spend. It trickles down in some way, shape, or form, okay? We, nor any other bank or charities, so we will make money but we hope to make our customers uh, a lot more money as well than they're currently making as well. So, so that's our philosophy on, on brick and mortar.
0: Right. And finally, Ryan, um, I'm going to take us back to the beginning because I want to end on this, which I, I think is a really powerful thing. So um, you graduated with a degree in accounting and after a while I read the story said after a while of working in the field, um, you called to tell your mom that you hated working in accounting and she cursed you out for about 30 straight minutes and afterwards gave you her blessing to go and do your thing in music. And so uh the chapters of your career look something like, you know, accounting to music to fashion with Ryan Kinney to TV and now to banking. For people who today might feel that sunk cost of spending so much time pursuing something or so much time in an industry that that may not fill them. Um and keeps them from switching gears. What do you hope your story inspires
5: in them? Be brave, right? Um, trust God and be brave. Um, and thirdly, uh, you've got to be more in line with your passion than the money that you think you'll make, the harder you chase a dollar, the faster that dollar will run away from you, you follow your passion, you follow your heart, and you follow your talent, all right, listen, I want to play second base for the Atlanta Braves, right now, right, at 50, I still think I can turn a mean double play, but I'm 50 and I can't turn a mean double play like a guy 18, right? 19, 20. That's been right. That's in the major, right? So I'm passionate about baseball. I love the sport, but my talent isn't there. So you got to marry, you, you got to marry uh, being brave with with passion, with for me faith in God and talent, right? And a lot of times. When I say talent, it may not be personal talent that you own, but you have to be intelligent enough to partner with individuals who have that talent that you need that can work with the talent that you have in order to make your uh, vision grow. So, so that is that that would be my three or four keys to success.
0: Black Tech Green Money is a production of Blavity Afrotech, and it it's produced by Morgan DeBond and me, Will Lucas, with additional production support by Love Beach and Ray Veneerboard. Special thank you to Micah Davis. It's the cars of on yarn, you know, like the wine. And yes, that's his real name. Learn more about my guests and other tech disruptors and innovators at Afrotech.com. Go get your money. Peace and love.
1: Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you
3: can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
3: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow.